The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC Unfiltered. I hope you enjoy it today. We got Frankie Edgar on the phone, Shane Burgos on the phone, and we do Game of uh, Thrones. I almost said Game of Spoilers. Game of Thrones spoilers. So if you didn't see this one, watch it and then listen because we don't want to hear you complain. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Ah, so happy to see. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I should be a professional. Yes. So good to see Matt and Chris, oh. the producer. Oh. And just to let you know what we got going on today, uh, we have uh, a couple of callers competing for our affection. Oh, yeah? Frankie Edgar is calling in very shortly. And uh, who we love a lot. And uh, Shane Burgos. So I'm not sure if we've had Shane on. He won a, a split decision, which is definitely questionable yeah. whether or not that should have been a split decision. Over well, Cub Swanson uh, in the co-main. Yeah, in, well, not, uh, maybe not questionable that it was a split decision, but definitely questionable that, that Cub won three rounds. I, mean, uh, that, I think that was silly. But. Well, i seen Shane this weekend. I still question uh, this. First of all, love Frankie Edgar. Yes. Love him, love him, love him. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him. Shane, a nice kid. You know, I seen him this weekend. You know, he's with the Tiger Showman brothers there. Yes. You know that. And those guys are an underrated team because uh, they put out some, you know, Jimmy Rivera, um, Shane Burgos, Uriah Hall. I mean, I know they they went separate ways, but he was trained under them. Uriah left them? Oh, yeah. Something happened right after. I don't know, man. I'm not a... I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a washwoman. <laughs> I you know love, what I mean? I love gossip. I want to be in the backyard with you over a hedge talking yeah. about what happened with Uriah Hall. <laughs> it's true, Jimmy. Um crazy weekend. Yeah. Crazy weekend. You know, uh it's weird when, when the guys fight, you know, or our guys and there's more than one you know, we had Marab and also Rob, of course, raging out in the main event versus uh, uh Cowboy Cerrone. And uh, you know, it, it's it's like mixed emotions when you got sure. something going like that, on like this. Like Marab, first of all, I don't know what do you guys want to. We could talk. We well, can start with Marab, who was yeah. so dominating. Let's start about yeah. Let's do it like it went in, in order here. So uh, for my night, you know, we had Marab first. You know, uh, obviously Devalashili, correct? Say it again. Devalashili. Devalashili. Devalashvili. Devalashvili. Okay. Devalashvili. Get your seriously, Jimmy. It's my friend. Devalashvili. It's a tough name yeah, to say. Marab Devalashvili. 
right? No, Duvalishvili. Duvalishvili. I love that kid. It's I don't give a fuck. Yeah. The machine. And, and by the way, that is his nickname now. You saw that was up there. That's cool, the, yeah. And what a fitting, what a fitting nickname. He's like a, like if the Terminator was just shorter and Georgian, it would be uh, Marab. Hold on a second. This is just a. Why? How was he going to terminate? Was it a really? Yeah. yeah. But it was more of a statement than a joke. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marab, man. He's such a, the, the energy this kid brings to just everything. He seems to be enjoying himself even when oh, he first man. walks in. He's, dude, and for, I mean, he was, now look, let's talk about uh, Brad Katana he was fighting. Yeah. Uh, you know, undefeated, man. That's right. Undefeated. You know what camp he's out of? SBG. I Ireland. know. So, I mean, you know, they got some clout. They train with that. They train that Conor McGregor guy, right? Listen, no, listen. Dangerous guy, undefeated until Saturday night when he ran into uh, Marab. Nice kid, by the way, and uh, nothing but respect. Res- and and he's a game fighter. But I'm so <laughs> so so happy for Marab. I mean, the work that he puts in. It's funny because we were going over the different scenarios with. Uh, with Brad, because you know he's good, he's good everywhere. You know, you seen. I mean, he took out, you know, Matthew Lopez, Matt Lopez. Uh, I don't know if he goes by Matthew. I just yeah, like, no, exactly. yeah. But uh, who we found on looking for a fight, who was a very dangerous fighter, close fight. But it ended with him almost strang- strangling, or he did strangle him. I, mean, I don't know if he went out, but he was almost out. Yes, I know. he had him like in a crucifix. He put out another guy with the uh, I forget who else with the, uh, the with the rear naked choke. Uh, I mean, listen, he was he's been doing work, obviously. Brad Katona. Oh, yeah. And won the Ultimate Fighter, yeah. No, the uh, Contender Series. Oh, was no, the Ultimate Fighter? I'm Katana sorry. did, yeah. What was it? Yeah, it was the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. It was the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't on the Contender? What the hell did I No, watch? no, and he actually... Uh, what did I watch? He finished uh, Bryce Mitchell, or a friend of the show. Oh, that's what I'm... Okay. Yeah. All the things, they blend in together. And Bryce Mitchell's a stud, as you've seen. Yeah. I love that guy, too. I, I really like that guy. I can't throw the word love around too much. Yeah, like, you don't over. I love you, Jimmy. I love Rob. Yeah, I, I like that you. kid Bryce a lot. You love you your fa- I said, I love you. All right. You, you love your family? Like, throw the family in there right away because you made eye contact when you said you love me. I didn't mean it like that. We're platonic buddies. Yeah, we're friends. Fist bumps. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? We now? kiss our fists and bump them. Yeah, it's weird, but it's what you guys do. Well, we do our own thing. That's what we do. Yeah. Men do. So, you know, oh, yeah. So when we we going over some different scenarios and some different stuff, Marab just, you know, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, used, I'm used to training with Aljo. You know, and Aljo and him, they, what a blessing for both these guys to have each other. I mean, holy shit, man. If you watch their sparring sessions, I mean, and in the beginning, too, I mean, and, and, and Rob says that uh, Aljo used to just have his way with him when when Rob came in feeling like he was indestructible, but he's such a great grappler, Aljo, yeah. that he would just get him in that realm and it was hard to fight him off. But since then, you know, they they have very competitive, you know, sparring. And, you know, because he had to really work on a lot of his, not saying weakest area, but where somebody could maybe take him down and mount him and maybe control him. And they don't, that's not there anymore because of Aljo, because of their training together. Iron strangles iron in some cases. You understand? Yeah. yeah. That's another one. I'm going to press that button again. Why? Iron strangles no, the state, iron. It's a statement. Sharpens, but I did. I put a little jujitsu oh, twist iron on. Iron sharpens it. iron. A little jujitsu twist close, on it. It's close enough. Oh. A little jujitsu twist on yeah. it. <laughs> Jimmy, what do you think of my little jujitsu twist on that little iron sharpens 
I am. I'm going to give uh, Frankie Sorry. Edgar a call. Yeah. Please do. Please do. I'm, I'm coming at it. We're going to quote Matt This is like Sarah. a rough first round for me. Why? We're going to quote you. That was a good quote. <laughs> I didn't even realize you were doing, um, it was uh, Iron Sharpens Iron. Once you said that, it was a I felt like twist. one of uh, Khaleesi's dragons. Oh, wow. They dra- Hey, dragons yeah, are Well, you know, flies, they man. sure are. They're the dropping fuck? like dragonflies. You know what's flies. funny? When I first saw yeah. one of those big crossbows. We, we got Frankie Fra- on the show. This is the great Frankie. I ever. hope so. Let's ask him. Hi, Frankie. <laughs> Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, buddy. We're, we were about to go down a, a, a nerd alley talking about Game of Thrones, so you saved us. Frankie, do you watch Game <laughs> of Thrones or no? I do. I do. You do? Dude, did, you, wait, did, you, did you see it? You saw it over the weekend? I have, yep. Man, the, the fucking dragons are dropping like flies, no? I know, man. They, they kind of built them up for nothing, you know? It, it, it. I mean, listen, back in the day, Aegon conquered the, the Seven Kingdoms with two dragons. <laughs> Sorry, right? right. Yeah, Sorry hey, to throw that hey, at you too early. But hey, wasn't wasn't it wasn't it great though that they had the fucking nice music, and then all of a sudden out of the blue that fucking arrow comes. They that was it was kind arrows. Of a, well, the first arrow, the first one, oh. yeah. Do you think they really had those arrows back in the day? Those are pretty serious. They didn't have dragons either, though. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Jimmy always points that out when I try to point out the logic. But no, I stuff. do. Frankie just did what I do all the time. Like we what? look at these weird things that we look for consistency. Like when the dragons were dying bombing and like uh, Khaleesi and uh, Jon Snow are holding on I'm like they would fly off and I'm like they're yeah, on a dragon yeah, what the fuck am I talking about yeah, well you know there's yeah. a skill to dra- they're Targaryens <laughs> but no alright we're gonna get back to the fighting in one second but did you think that that uh did you think that dragon was gonna die when it first got shot or did you say alright this might make it out but then it got that fucking thing in the throat and it was done finished <laughs> yeah I thought it was just over I thought it was over now do you Too get easy. do you Too get easy. choked up watching stuff like this do you ever get choked up watching TV <laughs> Nah, man, I'm cold as hell. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's funny, because I thought maybe with, with your kids... And you take your kids to the movies or no? I do, yeah. Did you? I mean, it's my, it's my excuse to get out of, out of the house to go to, you know, watch a superhero movie. But so I said my kids got to go. Did yeah. you? I know. Dude, what's sad about that is, uh, Frankie, is that uh, for myself, I, you know, I took my kids to see Avengers Endgame the other day. But before we took them, me and my wife went to see it ourselves yeah. before that when they were in school. So I'm just there a fucking go. geek. And you Dude, saw the. I, and, I, I, I told my kids, I know kids, they all spoil it for something. Listen, you come home, you know anything, you better not tell me. I yes. have to give them a rundown. <laughs> did, you, did you take them to see that? The Avengers Endgame? Me? You talking to me? Yes, yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Not yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy don't have yeah, no kids. That, I don't have kids. That, uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's the one I, 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 uh, said I took them and I told them I had to give them a rundown. Do not tell me what happened. Frankie, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, man. More, I'm glad. I'm happy. Cause I went, I went again, and I seen it already, and I. But now I went with my kids, my wife, and then uh, Uncle Edwin wanted to go. Their uncle, he likes that stuff too. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you, Frankie, I'm glad I had those 3D glasses on, because I'm not gonna give any spoilers. But when a couple of those heroes got it, it was <laughs> it, it was it, Niagara it, Falls, it's Frankie boy. <laughs> So sad. <laughs> no, it was sad. It was. I, I definitely, but I'm not going to cry. My kids are there. There's no way I'm crying in front of my kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a bigger man than me, Frankie. I didn't. I just kind of snip. Well, you got little boys too. My yeah, girls yeah, could be true, like, oh, daddy's true. a softy. You know, your All kids right, will be right. like, hey, dad, man up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frankie. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a blubbering idiot when I watch TV. I thought you just meant in general. You're not a blubbering idiot. Oh, I am. Yeah, for TV, I, I it's, it's weird. I can stand over the casket of someone I know and feel nothing, but something on television gets me every time. <laughs> all right, note to self, Jimmy. If I go before you, don't go to my fucking wake. I know, right? yeah, it, yeah. It's right, not that Frankie? I don't care. I just, I, I, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. TV feels real. What did Jamie Lannister <laughs> say to uh, 
after he fucked a big tall lady. What did he say to uh what did he say to her about Cersei? He said she's something and she's so am I. Hateful. She's very evil, hateful. Evil, right? Evil. No, hateful. Hateful, evil. Yeah. Yeah, hateful. That was she's hateful and so am I. That was a great line. Is he going back to the helper? Yeah, I, he... I don't know though. Is he, yeah, that's what, was, that's what I was wondering. Is he going back to hate helper or is he going back to kill her? Like, we're both hateful. I gotta go kill her and, and sacrifice myself. I don't know. Well maybe he wants to go back and give her a uh just one good hate fuck. Yeah, one yeah, one last Roger. One good licking. Well, the other, he wants to watch the giant, uh, the giant night fucker. That, I love that guy. <laughs> the mountain, the mountain, the, the mountain. mountain. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get back to some. All right, so Frankie, um, you don't have anything lined up right now. Man, I'm waiting on Max to heal up, and uh, hopefully get that down. You know, we've been saying for a while that you taking that fight against Brian Ortega. I mean, every fighter respected that. Um, you know, and you didn't have to take that. You just wanted to get in there and fight. But uh, were you a little bothered you didn't get the shot after that, or did you understand why it went to Brian? Oh, yeah, I understood why it went to Brian, for sure, at that moment, you know. But, um, I mean, I think the time is right now. You know, uh, you can't, he went up to <clears throat> Poirier, you know, went up to 55, him and Poirier put an amazing fight. But now he wants to come back and defend. I think I'm the guy that has to do it, man. I, was, uh, I, gave, I gave up my opportunity before. I put on a line. That's the type of person I am. So, you know, I think I should be uh, – <clears throat> That should be taken consideration. Well, you know, it's one of those things, too, where it, it makes logical business sense because you and Max have not fought. Um, and also, Aldo has fought him, I think, twice. Uh, so, And he's fighting, uh, obviously, uh, Alexander Vol- uh, Volkanovsky. And so you're the next guy because Ortega just fought him. So who else is there besides you? Yeah, no, I think, like I said, I think it's perfect timing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like Holloway kind of respects the fact that I, I jumped in, I risked that title shot. And, uh, you know, everything I've kind of accomplished in my career, I think uh, Holloway would want to fight someone like myself. So I don't think uh, he'd be opposed to it either. No, that would be a great fight. I think everybody wants to see that fight. And styles make fights, man. You can't look at it like, you know, Frankie had a, you know, a couple of battles with Jose, which wouldn't go, didn't go his way. And then you look, oh, well, Max beat Jose. But that's not MMA math. Styles make fights. I think exactly. Frank, Frankie's style versus Max, I mean, you know, that could be hell for Max, you yeah. know? I mean... Or maybe, or maybe not. That's why we need to see this fight, man. And Frankie's done enough to earn this shot. Yep. Not only by stepping up to take that fight with Ortega, but just about what he's done. Former champion. I mean, look at all the names, the legends he's beaten. Yeah, Fr- Frankie, I'm with you, man. I want to see this fucking right. fight. Uh, my man, Maddie. Thank you. I yeah, mean, no, I, I I agree with you. And, um, you know, I, I'm game. I think the, the, you know, nothing like the last three guys he fought. Nothing like any one of them, so. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued by this matchup, and I think a lot of people would be, and you know, I'm ready to put on a show. I agree, man. I mean, I mean that that could we, that could main event, that could be a main event right there. Obviously, I, I, mean, I also shit. think you'd give him a problem too. Not that Max can't handle himself uh, on the ground, but I mean, when you look at uh, what what you and Yair, I mean, uh, I think that could be a real problem for Max. So, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he would take the fight, but uh, I, I think he'd have a good shot winning that fight. No, thanks. Thank you. I pre- I love the support, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, I mean, it, it is intriguing, though. Like, listen, he had a rough time up at 155. He's going back down. It's just, it's the obvious choice, man. I don't know what's, it, well, what is stopping it? Does anybody know? I mean, what, what, why can't we make this I, I, don't, I, I think I think we're just kind of waiting on to see how Max is feeling. You know, obviously, yeah. I just had a pretty, pretty good war not too long ago. Um <clears throat> Once he's back ready to go, I think uh, we're, me and him are going to get down. That, that's what that's what I envision. Okay, have you been hurt, Frankie? Because you haven't fought since uh, Cub Swanson. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I was supposed to fight in December. I tore my bicep at the end of October. Um, 
and it was uh, a pretty pretty rough recovery actually. But for the past you know month, I've been uh, you know doing everything 100. percent uh, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to book a fight. How'd you tear your bicep? Just getting ready for fights. I threw threw a left hook, didn't even land it, and uh, it just went it went on me. You know, kind of freak accident. Oh, you got the surgery, you know. I didn't get the surgery. It went back. Like, it didn't go roll all the way back. It went back a little bit. Um, I tore both. I tore one completely, and one was like uh, the other one uh, was like full thickness or something. Not enough, but not a complete tear. Yeah. So uh, I got some stem cell treatment and let it heal on its own. But it took it took about six months to heal 100. percent What do they do? They shoot stem cells in, stem cells into it, and it just kind of regrows what's been damaged. I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm not the. Uh, you know, I had it done on my shoulder at work, so I wanted to give it give it a shot with this. And it still took a very long time to heal. I was hoping it'd be a little sooner, but that's I'm finally able to do everything now. Now, what is stem cell like? Is that just uh, you have to leave the country for that, or can you do that here? No, no, I did it here. Did it in the U.S. Okay, because I know Germany does a lot of those. I, I know. I think pa- Panama is the other place. Panama. Oh, yeah. Panama, Panama too. Yeah. Um, why? They're just allowed to do more there. No, Panama. They clone stem cells. I don't think you're allowed to clone the stem cells in the U.S. Why? You're not allowed to alter the stem cells. No, it's stupid. It's stupid shit, I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure someone's going to make some money, but, yeah. Oh, okay, so they're allowed to clone them and, and make more of them, I guess? It's a stupid I question. I guess they can clone, but for, this is what I hear. Again, I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't know 100%, but the guy down there, he, he made, he found the perfect stem cell, a golden stem cell, I think he calls it, and he clones that one, so he puts, like, I don't know how many stem cells, but when he injects it, he's injecting with the best stem cells over and over and over. Whereas, I think in America, they just have good stem cells, but they don't know how good, I guess. So that makes sense. That's my next fucking step, man. My knees blow. <laughs> fucking. I, I hear I heard in Panama, though, that's, that's where it's at, man. I know, I hear a bunch of people went down there, a bunch of fighters went down there, and uh, even the arthritis stuff with your knee, I imagine. Really? Really? For the arthritis, yeah. man? yeah. I mean, fuck. The marijuana can only do so much for me, Frankie. I need. I mean, I need. I need some stem cells. How long, hey, Frankie? What, what they do? They they inject you, and then what's the process? You have to go back again, or how long does it take? Nah. Uh, I mean, like when I had my shoulder done, it took like six weeks. I started noticing it feeling a lot better. My shoulder was just arthritis, but it's, well, for the bicep, it took a while. I tried training through it. I'm sure that was my problem a little bit too. I was overtraining. But it took, you know, really long to get to where it, I needed it to be. But uh, finally, when, I don't know if it was just time or the stem cells, but uh, I was willing to throw anything at it at that point. But do they know how many treatments do you have to go for? Or is it just one injection? Just Yeah, just one. Oh. Just one, one, one injection, yep. And uh, I guess it takes a while for the cells to grow and to kind of do what they're supposed to do. Right, right. Oh, I should you know, get I like the, to get my shoulder. Yeah, my shoulder. I'll probably get my shoulder done again eventually. I, I don't know if it works like that, but uh, I don't know if more is better. But I'm that type of guy, so I'm willing to give it a shot. Are you are now? Are, do you have to pay for that out of pocket, or does insurance cover that? Uh, insurance covers some of it. Some of you got to pay out of pocket. I'm gonna look into Depends. that. Shit. All right, out of the country, I'm imagine you're paying for it all. Yeah, I'm sure you. I wonder how much it is to go to Panama and get that done. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't have any sports injuries, but who doesn't need a better erection at 50? Let's not know that. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy! Yeah, some, people, some people, I haven't heard injecting it to their, to their brazole. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So what happens with that? <laughs> I think they say you get, the, the, you know, it's like it's like Cialis. You freaking rock hard on. <laughs> for, for how long, though? Oh, just when you need it? I can't be, when I gotta, you do, when you do. That's oh, good, I heard, good. Because, yeah, you know, I'm doing a lot of jujitsu. 
I love a half information. You want half information? I'm the guy. You are funny. <laughs> That's what I do. I'll listen to some of Rogan's uh, podcast when he has a scientist yeah. on. And I'll say a little something. Somebody will do a follow-up question. I'll be like, ah, you got to watch that yeah. fucking episode. I don't, yeah. Fucking, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now, listen, um, this weekend, we got Aldo fighting Volkanovski. Are you, uh, what do you think about that fight? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Aldo seems to be showing up lately, you know. Um, and this Volkanovski guy, he's tough, too. I, you know, I don't know, man. It's tough up for me. Um, like I said, I, I always, I'll always side with Aldo just because of what he's done. But, uh, oh, Volkanovski, he's uh definitely makes some noise uh yeah well i think the fight to make would be uh i would love to see you and max and then maybe the winner of uh uh aldo volkanovsky gets the gets gets the champion because i want to see you get the next shot so hopefully max will uh be okay and uh we'll hear about this soon man we really think you deserve it for sure dude. yeah thank you guys all right, Frankie. Well, thanks for calling. Anytime you want to call, man, we love talking to you. And uh, or even come in, man. Yeah, come in whenever yeah, you like. No, You're right over in Jersey. Come up. I gotta come back. Hey, I'm, I'm headed up to the city right now. We're going to the. I'm, uh, I'm in the car going to the Beacon Street. So we're uh, at oh. court. Oh man, we could have had him in today, Chris the producer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just giving. I like to give Chris the producer shit. Next time, <laughs> dude, if you want to bring in. Uh, uh, Chris Ligori or go with some more right, stories. We'll we'll I always like to throw that. the story some 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 uh, some shine. We got to do that. Absolutely. Mark Henry, whoever, man, your whole clique, yeah. man. Oh, you like them all. Right. All. all right, we'll make it happen. Even that Ricardo Almeida guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was there this morning. I was there this morning working with him. Oh, that's my man. man. All right, Frankie, man. Thanks right, for bullshitting with us, yeah, buddy. See you soon, yeah, man. Always, always good talking. All right, all right later, take Frankie. All right, man. We got some Game of Thrones talk. Yes. Let me tell you something. And now. This is a little movie talk, because I want to give you a little break for a second, Jimmy. Sit back, relax, have a cauliflower pretzel. They're all gone. They are gone. I just How about to... the other one? Did I hear? Yes, you can have one well, of these. Coconut, vanilla, vanilla, organic. Organic. Super... No, say organic. That's a organic. More, more organic. Um, this is the thing. In the Justice League movie, I've been thinking about this. Now, I'm not going to talk about who died in the uh, Avengers movie, Jimmy. I don't want to give any spoilers, even though it's been out, but you know. But this is the deal. Oh, now a, a big, a big superhero died at the end of it. You know, oh. he, he took one for the team. And when I say team, I mean the world, because he saved the world, like Avengers do. And it was very emotional. And then I thought about, it, I'm like, wait a minute, in Justice League, Superman died, and no one gave a shit. <laughs> no one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. I didn't give a. Fuck, oh, this somber music. Oh, he, he, he took it. He had to sacrifice himself. And he took that thing and he, and he took the spear and he... I even forgot how he died. It was lame. We're all a little sick of Superman. Well, I mean, but the point is this. It should have been emotional, but it wasn't. Do you know why it wasn't, Jimmy? It no was, one gave us shit. Well, you know, Ooh, oh, Jimmy, nice. I didn't know you could belt out a tune. I'm proud of you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, I don't know why. Well, this is why. They had no, nobody was attached by this motherfucker. I mean, yeah, you read the comic books. Yeah, you had the Man of Steel movie, which was cool. I like that. And then you've seen him a little bit in Superman versus Batman versus Superman, which was some people didn't like. Some people I heard liked. it was a real pile of shit. You know, listen, there's, right. there's some stuff, fun stuff to watch. It's not a feel-good movie, but eh. But, you know, you got all this stuff, and it's like, you know, you didn't give, uh, I'm not going to say who. I don't want to give that away. Sure. I almost did. But these guys, this, with these Marvel movies, it's like a decade, literally a decade of these movies since uh, Iron Man sure. came out. Iron Man came out. So when these, when this, when this character died, a couple of them, but one of them, both of them, but 
I don't want to say names, but one of them died. Yeah. Jeff. It, and it's Pete. like when when Bob died, it was like it was emotional because you had this ten year journey, man. I forgot how many Marvel movies there were, but they're all and even when it's not this person's movie, he makes appearances and other ones. And you feel like you got an investment, Jimmy. An investment with your heart. Watching with, some guy with, with a little cape get a magic heart. emerald thrown at him. It's not Fuck a him. cape. Whatever it is. A shield, a fucking well, a special hat. Jimmy. A fly machine. Jimmy. Oh look, the man's throwing infinity rocks. Shut up. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is that he sacrificed himself. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, people. So that's my difference. Oh, no. The and a man's bowling infinity rocks, bo- knocking over the city movies. with infinity bricks. Anyway, infi- infinity stones, people. Oh, there should be gems if um, people are true to the comics. Infinity. Really? Infinity gems. Oh, you're so cool. Avengers Assemble. You like that movie, Jimmy? No, I never saw it. I don't well, watch you want to go see it? You got three hours to kill today? I would actually. I'm, I heard it was great. And I'd watch the lead-up ones. I just don't care. Oh, yeah. I actually Not to be pref- a dick. I prefer the first part to the second part. Because, like, you know what's going to happen, kind of. Oh, no. You know, when you go to see a, a... The Hulk got arrested for blowing someone in a rest area? What happened? Indecency. Public That's what they should have done. You're so silly, dude. <laughs> um, Hulk pokes a hole through the fucking stall door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are we talking about, Marab? <laughs> yeah, well, why don't we go over our picks? I mean, we could talk All about right. Yeah. But, you, yes, you were talking about Marab. And we also got to talk about Al. Yeah. Yes, we do. Plenty and I'm it. ready. I'm ready to talk about. Uh, this was not good for the picks, by the way, if anybody wants. All right, let's go through the whole thing. I'd rather not. Guys, I hate to say it. I was in the back. I saw Walt Harris's fight, and he was in the locker room with us, and I told him I picked him. That's nice. And I told him that Jimmy picked the other guy. Did I really? I don't know if you did or not, but I told him that. I don't think and I he, did. And Walt Harris did, goes, actually, yeah. can I come in studio? I go, dude, I want you to talk to Jimmy and let him know that you're not happy. But I have a reason. Look at Walt Harris. Look at that picture. I'll tell him why He's I did. He's coming in to talk to you. Because I'm stupid. Uh, first of all, I'm bullshit. That never oh, happened. You could have. But uh, I did tell him I, I picked him. I, w- I would tell Walt if I picked against him, and I'd say I was stupid. Yeah. They got dispensaries. I, w- I, made, I didn't win one fight. I-, I was a bloodbath. No, you did. You won one, exactly one. <sighs> you, had, you had the machine, Marab. Oh, that's right. I yeah. did have Marab by decision. You did. Um, Three right, well, points for Daddy. That's let's start, right. Let's start. Let's start. So why don't we? Well, all right. So the uh, the opening fight on the uh, the main card of our picks was Mark Andre Barrio versus Andrew Sanchez. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Norton had Barrio by first round knockout. Yep. You had second round knockout by Barrio, Matt, and I had Andrew Sanchez by decision, which is what ended up happening. Very competitive fight, yep. fun fight, two tough guys, uh, and that was Barrio's debut, which yes, you know, looked impressive in his first. Yeah. Well, fight, but I think Sanchez's experience in his wrestling kind of sure. Won good job, Andrew Sanchez, and yeah. good fight. Uh, sure. All right, and then we were just talking about Walt Harris and Sergey Spivak. Yeah, Spivak. I think it's Spivak. Uh, well, I don't know. If Spivak yeah. is going to be back because that was. A- yep. I'm having trouble today, Jimmy. I can't find my legs. My <laughs> jokes can't find their legs. Okay, we're back. Uh I. <laughs> Jimmy, mm-hmm. Jimmy, sometimes you little bird, you just got to look at me. It makes me happy. <laughs> I don't know why, Jimmy. I don't know if Sam Roberts ever told that to you. Never. It'd be happy. All right. He wouldn't admit it. Uh, Walt Harris looked amazing. He did, man. He was on fire. I was in the locker room with him, and I was afraid he was going to like throw, like he was picking up. Oh, it was, I think it was Eric Anders, actually. That's who it was. Yeah, he was in his Yes, yeah, so he was with him. Yeah. And I'm, and I, and, I, and I said hello to him. I didn't recognize him. First. He had a, a jujitsu haircut. Nice, tight haircut. Anyway, I go, uh, so I said hello to him. But I'm like, look at him. He's just like picking him up and slamming him down. I go, fuck, man. I hope he doesn't land on Marab because Marab was warming up on the thing next to him. But uh, he looked great in the locker room. 
And he just looked focused, Walt Harris, man. Yeah. He, he, he looked yeah. like a man on a mission. His boxing looked really good. Um, Spivak didn't like it. No, he no. did not. And that uh, was his debut, unfortunately. For Sergey Spivak did not. He kind of fell down and covered up. A little like the guy uh, who, whose name I do not remember, uh, Dom something, whatever, the giant upper body. DeLuise. Who just lost. No. Dom uh, DeLuise, uh, 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 and uh, he uh, lost uh, to Greg Hardy. Yeah. 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 In a way like that, he uh, just kind of covered up and fell down. He's going to get the balls back, man. Yeah, but yeah. Spivak definitely took a hard... I, whatever, you're comparing shots. But, I mean, Spivak got hit a few and times. And two knees to the fucking yeah. face. That was a legit... And Walt Harris, I was, he's not a little guy. No, he's not. No. But, uh, so who picked what? I know what I picked. You had Walt Harris by third round KO, so you get I two had, points for that. I had Harris by knees in the first. You had Sergey Spivak by oh, second round submission. Yeah, Walt Harris, did you... Wait, yeah. hold on. Walt Harris is listening. Could you let him know what Jimmy picked? Yeah, yep. he had he had his opponent by second round submission. He thought he, he was did. I did. I, I'm a fool. That's no, okay. Uh, and then I took uh, the big ticket, Walt Harris, by second round knockout. He did oh. it in the first round. So you get, what do you so get, you get, no, you get the same points as me. He called out, by the way, Big Pretty afterward. Uh, he Dr. doesn't Willis. like him. He thinks he's beatable. He wants to beat him up. So. I like that fight. What's Walt Harris? Because Big Pretty's got a mouth on him, he too. Does. He does. Big yeah. Pretty called up here, and he got a little... It was funny. because he Got shitty a, with Jamie? A little shitty with Jamie. Not... Not overly shitty, but I'll, how about how's this? Uh, hold on, my, my my friend, what's your name? <laughs> ja- Jamie English. Okay, okay, Jamie English. Uh, my man, maybe you didn't do your your, your research on me. So that's kind of the round. For of what, was he joking? No, nah, he no. I really think he's just a cocky yeah. dude. Yeah, but we, I kind of, I kind of, something I like, dude. I don't give a fuck. These guys fight in a cage. I don't mind if some of them are cocky. Yeah. Good. What did he? Ask? J- Jamie was asking about Wal- uh, Walt about um. No, no, Justin's- no, no. Yeah, yeah, it, Justin Wilson. He was asking about his like mentality. Obviously, he's like, he, but the he, way he said it was so complimentary. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. so. It was like you know, and Jamie's so so spoken. That's what made it worse. He's like, uh, "Hey, mate, um, I seen you're very focused," and uh, he used some big words, and and he's just saying how he's like, "We always so mentally strong," and that's when he kind of was just like, "My man, what's your name? <laughs> Wait, who's this?" <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Wait, what? Yeah. The fuck are you shitting on?" Well, this is why he, this is why Justin's wrong. Because sometimes when you're asking an interview question, you're asking because you know the answer, but you're asking a question, so you're not just you. You, you give the other guy a chance to answer well, you, the question. You want the world to know. You're trying yes. to get something out of him for everybody to know, not just for you to know. So, and poor Jamie's like, you know, he's just a nice dude. He man. thought it was funny though. I mean, he enjoyed it. yeah. First of all, he's not gonna. Jamie's a laid back dude, man. Right. With killer elbows. Well, I'm not picking a fight with Justin Willis over something that happened with him and Jamie. No. Not my fucking business. Um, by the way, defend answer- him, huh? You're not going to say, oh, Big Pretty, calm down. I yeah. didn't hear it. You wouldn't say if that? If I was here, I might have said something. Okay, good. <laughs> if he uh, was here, I wouldn't have. To answer You're your cool. question, Walt Harris is 12 uh, 7 and 1, no contest. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like me some Walt Harris. He looked good. He did. He looked yeah. really good. All right. Um, we can, again, touch on Katona and Marab. You you actually mentioned a stat or whatever. Oh, that did I? Wait a second. Now, hold on. According to MMA by the numbers, which is at numbers MMA on Twitter, through only four UFC fights, Marab Devalashvili's 27 takedowns landed are already the most in UFC bantamweight history. Yeah, he deserves it. Yes, yes Marab. Ferocious the machine, Marab. You look at his UFC career here, and he could be undefeated in the UFC easily. Yeah. You know, the one was a tough decision. The other one was a little controversial with him at the bell. I mean, you know, listen. Um, and then they give him this undefeated kid. 
And uh, I believe it was the last fight on his career, on his, uh, on his, on his uh, yeah. contract. And he uh, said that when, in yes. his post fight speech. So yeah, he wants to, listen. He wants to fight the best. This kid, both him and Al, we know. There's one thing we know when they're you never, you never know for sure that your guy is going to win because you're not stupid. You know right. this game that we play. You know, there's so many, you know, there's so many. So many things put into it that it's just, you can't just be, you could be as confident as you want to be with your guy. But there is one thing that we're, I'll bet the bank on, and that's just that the two guys that fought that under us, Al and Marab, they are coming to fight tooth and nail. And like a lesser guy, and we'll, I'll talk about Al for a second here, a lesser guy would have been out of there, you know, if, if, he got oh. banged up. What round did he get now? dropped in? He got dropped twice. It was the first time in his career, I think. And he yeah. and he uh, it was it was a hard shot he got hit by. And uh, what what round was that? Third round? Yeah. Uh, they ball right now. I didn't watch it since I've been okay. there. The front kick. I it thought was, that was no, 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 no. He got he got well, listen, a punch, the first and then yeah. the front kick was later. The yeah. first two rounds were extremely close, almost dead even. You know what I mean? So, you know, then you know, it it got a little worse. Where and what I mean a little worse is. I think it was closer than what people think. Besides, Al, Al gets, you know, he got cut up, you know, but Al did land some nice shots. Yeah. And Cal, to Cowboy's credit, he took it. I can't, listen, first of all, nothing but respect for Cowboy and his team. I love that Joe Schilling, too. He, he bought me a Longo a couple of drinks after the after that night. We uh, we had a couple of drinks with him. I like, I always, okay, I always nice. like that Joe Schilling. Nice. Very good dude, talented guy. And it was nothing but respect all week between all of us. I ran to Cowboy a few times. Uh, the, his kid is adorable. Yeah, I saw uh, that video you posted. Yeah. That was cute. Oh, my goodness. That's Marab that took that video. But uh, what a cute kid. No, yeah. listen, nothing but respect. I saw Cowboy a couple times that week. You know, Pat gave him a hug. You know, it, we, yeah, he's, look, he's been in here a couple few yeah. times. We know the guy. I mean... But you know, obviously, you, you're a guy. Like you know, I'm. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll ride to, through hell with my guys. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's just, it's just tough when, you know, when it doesn't when it doesn't go your way, and you're just with these guys. This, this is one. Since we're talking about this, the mentality of Iaquinta is just something to be something to be said for that. And I was talking to his father, who's who's a longtime coach, Jay Iaquinta, and this is I. I I actually wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. I actually took a picture of it so I remembered exactly what he said to me. Because I said to him, like, you know, um, we were going back and forth. Uh, you know, we were at the hospital with Al a little bit. Then after a while, he still had more tests to get done. After a while, me and Longo took off. And, and then I I gave a couple of texts back and forth with his father, Jay. <laughs> and his father, Jay, is a longtime high school football coach in Long Island. He's known. You know what I mean? He's a really good coach. And uh, this is what he wrote. We, we went back and forth and, you know, after I, you know, wrote something where, you know, you know, hope he's not, what was it? Hope he's not in that much pain and the, the journey home is a smooth one, smooth one, that type of thing. And then he wrote, he wrote, um, you know, things were going a little too smoothly. It was time for a little adversity. I fucking like that. That's, that's an Aya Quinta for you. Look at that. Yeah, it's a winner's Things were going a little too smoothly. It was time for a little adversity. I fuck, dude, I, I. That gave me chills. I'm like, man, fuck yeah, Jay. I, just like with his son. I'm sitting there going, fuck yeah, Mr. Iaquinta. I controlled myself. <laughs> but it was, that moved me, man. I'm like, that is such a, you know why? Because if you look at Al's, how many fights? How many fights did he, was he just murking people, hurting people? Yeah. And then uh, the two of them went the distance. One with Khabib, where they literally didn't have a scratch. He didn't have stitches. Didn't have anything. Did, I mean, 
nothing. He didn't get cut, you know, maybe a little glue on the face or something, but nothing that required stitches. Right. And then you look at his fight with Kevin Lee. It's a fucking clinic. I mean, yes, I mean, he had some bad positions we had to get out, play smart with, but look at that show he put on. Look at that performance. And then not, not to mention the other guys he, like, fucking put to sleep. Yeah. You know? So it's like, for his dad to write that is like, that's the mentality. That's where this, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the apple doesn't, the, the tree. You know, apple doesn't thing. fall far from the you tree. You know, I mean, this is the mentality these what, other Quintas have. What I do you think that. it was? Because it looked like the, it was so even through the first two. And then Cowboy was throwing some good combinations. And he just seemed like he had, the leg kicks were seemed like they were starting to add up. Even though Al threw a lot of leg kicks, too. I was surprised he threw as yeah, many as he did. Threw a couple high kicks. Yeah. yeah, he threw some kicks. Uh, what, was it the fact the Cowboys' length, do you think, that was just, or was it the yeah, legs? I mean, listen, I, mean, I was in the back with Al after, and he's like, man, I just I couldn't get off, you know? And, and then, you know, then you, you know, we'll let him talk more about whatever else he wants to say about it, you know? I don't want to, you know, start quoting a guy right after a fucking five-round battle. Sure. I don't know where his head's yeah, at, yeah. you know? But that was one of the things. But, you know, hey. The next day, you see Maraba posting something with him. He's in the like the wheelchair, doing going around in a circle. I mean, listen, man, we have a, we know we know what we're involved with. Like when we, we know right. we know what we're getting involved. We'll go. We're getting into. You know, we know how a good night could be glorious and a bad night could could not be so much. You know what I mean? I am super. Um, I'm I'm really really happy that uh, that he got that fight of the night bonus. You know what I mean? That yeah. could that could cushion the blow a little yeah, bit. Sure. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm telling you, man. I don't. I don't even think Raging Al's stock went down. I, everybody's saying how tough the guy is. Yeah. You know, and uh, Cowboy on good nights put people to, away. You know, and it's not that I'm happy. Al, oh, he just I mean, we're not there just to get through it. But you know, Cowboy has a rough night. He's been taken out before. He know people. Everybody knows what this game you know consists of. You know. And uh, you know, we're, you know, we're not we're not holding our heads down low. I, I tell Al too, and Al knows, man. Hold your head up high, dude. He's not, I mean, that guy has nothing to be ashamed of. And he took a that that uh, that one kick, the ball of the foot, that fucking kick to the chin. I mean, that was like the yeah. way Silva was that Vittori kicked, yep. like that. I mean, that's almost exactly like that. And Al dropped down and he got back up. I thought that was the end of the fight. I mean, that was a perfect fucking kick to the yeah, chin. Yeah, and, and that's you're absolutely right. I mean. Uh, ki- Cowboy did land some like legitimate shots where if it's a, I don't want to say lesser fighter, yeah. but a different fighter in there, yeah, the fight might be yeah. over. Al just kept coming, you know, and that's that's to his detriment, right? I mean, he takes more damage because yeah. he's so tough, but he 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 is that guy. And you know? Cowboy's chin held up too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yep. Al did. Al was in the fight by all means. He was in that fight. You know, he landed he landed some shots, and uh, Cowboy took him. You know. Yep. Hey, man. No pun intended, but it's not his Cowboy's first rodeo, Jimmy. Oh, for four. Jimmy uh, Cowboy. It's not his first. Ro- anyway. Matt, can so I, ask you, can I ask you this, Matt, actually? Because we're talking about this fight. So before <laughs> the. Sometimes no reaction is the best reaction. <laughs> I don't know what Jimmy you're just, he just You could just <laughs> ignore me. A- after uh, <laughs> yeah. last week's episode, because you didn't say what your picks were. Yes. Because uh, obviously you could give something away. You did have Raging Al by first round knockout, and we had talked about it a little bit before you left. And you were saying, you know, Cowboys known to be a little bit of a slow starter sometimes. Maybe and by the way, it's not like it's the game plan for Al to go out there and just knock him out. No, like, no, of, co- of course. Al's got such a killer instinct that when he gets somebody hurt, and Al did have him, not on ice skates, but he did have him. Yeah. He hurt him a couple times where yeah. it's like, oh, shit. And then, you know, didn't get the follow up, you know, not, but uh, 
to Cowboys credit, you know? Yeah. I, I was going to say, but in, so I had that in mind when I saw Cowboy talking after the fight, and he said that had Al really rushed him in the first round, he felt like he could have been in trouble because warming up, he just couldn't get in a rhythm, Cowboy was saying, and he f- didn't really start feeling it until the second round. Then he was like, okay, now he started to get his legs, yeah. started landing some kicks. So it was just interesting that, that that was your call for the you know how it would go. And Cowboy actually said kind of a similar thing. That yeah. must suck when you feel like you're in a warm-up and you're like, I know I got to go out and fight and I can't get. Yeah. yeah, but what Cowboy said right there, there's times you feel like that. And you have your best performances. Right. It's a weird thing. That's why you can't get too caught up in the uh, the routine of things. Because if something messes up with the routine, the, just like when right. Doug Rose said that everything was, she went to go out. They played the wrong walk out so long and this and that. Yeah. And you just gotta roll. You can't every. You can't be OCD when it comes to that. You can't be married to any one part of the ritual. Damn, I could be married. Well, yeah, in that sense, sure, but not you know? to the ritual. And I can get my freak on. You should. Uh, 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 yeah, when when the fucking Kamora Savage comes home <laughs> after a few days on the road. That's right, Kamora lad. Who put the kids to bed? What? The Kamora lad comes back. No, no, Jimmy. The bucko has arrived. Come out, Kamora bucko. Talk about me in bed. Oh, in bed, Kamora shrimp. <laughs> oh, oh, I hit the and I hit the longo applause. All right. Um, well, now so anyway, just fall out from that that fight. Obviously, people are talking about again a possible Connor cowboy. cowboy fight. I mean, what what are our thoughts on this? I mean, to me, it only makes sense really for Cowboy that, to fight a Gaethje or a Connor. Next, that right? would be I, like I said, the four people in this or, or three is Al, um, Connor, and Gaethje. Any combination of that, and now Cowboy, any combination of that, I'd be happy with. So I'm, I'd be right. very very happy to see um, Al against Justin Gaethje or Al against Connor, and I'd be very happy to see. Cowboy against either one of those guys as well. Right. And Tony Ferguson, obviously, we're not really sure what his way sure but, but he's fighting. in that mix. Oh, yeah. Of course. So. That'd be interesting. What about Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cerrone? Yeah. How crazy with that thing. Is, would Ferguson take that fight, though, or does he want the next shot at the belt? That's the that's the real like <laughs> tough thing and like sad thing about the, the Tony Ferguson situation. That guy Child. deserved yeah. a title shot. He blows his knee out you know, in a freak accident. And now he's kind of in limbo. But yeah, I mean, if anybody deserves to just like walk into a title fight, it is Tony Ferguson. It's Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. We don't know when he's going to fight again. No. So that's still up in the air. I have um, to use the bathroom. All right, oh, so means, oh, good good idea, Jimmy. This bathroom is It's like our, our, our bowels are in sync. Yes. We're like two women on the same cycle as roommates. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can finish up picks. There's a little news, and then we'll talk to Shane Burgos when we get back. Very yeah, exciting. Well, I, I like the way you... We don't have to talk about the Brunson pick. How come? Well, we all got that wrong. Yep. Okay, let's take a break. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points. Back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to 
Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, we're back. We have to walk down the hall now because this bathroom is not working. I am a fat fuck. I can't stop oh, eating. Oh, oh. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, you're touching your belly. I'm poking it hard. All right, so uh, Derek Brunson, congratulations. An impressive win over Elias Theodora. We all got that one wrong. Yeah, were you so? Were you guys able to see that fight, Matt? You obviously were getting. Yeah, I seen it. I seen it in the back. I, I was. I was in, I, what's that? No, please go go. No, I was just gonna say I was. In, I was impressed by Derek. Uh, I don't know what you were about to say, but uh, you know he he really utilized some of his wrestling there, man. Yep. I mean, and uh, I I'll tell you, I mean Elias, who's a good dude. First of all, I've seen both those guys that week. Good guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Elias has like a, a, a kind of, I, I say awkward style because it, it pretty, it, it, compared to everybody else, he's, he fights differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks a little odd, but he, he usually gets the job done. But, you know, Derek, Derek had a great game plan, man. And I thought it, it was definitely a just decision. Yeah, for sure. And, and Br- I was going to say, Brunson definitely deserves credit because he showed patience. Sometimes yeah, he's known man. to rush in. He, he did the right stuff there, used his wrestling, like you said. To me, you're right. Elias does have that. You know, we've talked about it, that like offbeat kind of striking style. Yeah. This fight in particular, though, I felt like he didn't necessarily throw anything with any malice. It was just just to land. You know what I mean? Like I'll it was point just for points. Purpose. Which it was. Yeah. I mean, I I thought he could have thrown a little bit more. You think he was with, afraid like, of Brunson's intentions. power? I don't. I don't even know if it was that. I think that's just the way he likes to fight. He tries to get in and get out. He doesn't want to get hit, which makes sense, of course. Oh. But I just didn't think he threw anything that looked to the judges like I'm trying to finish this fight. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean Brunson. Uh, it's it, this is why it's so hard to pick fights. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and then yeah, the only fight we didn't talk about is. Uh, Cub and Shane Burgos, and we all had Cub Swanson. Today. Yeah, which was uh, again the thirty twenty seven for Cub was a little. I mean, Shane Burgos only has one odd. loss. And... What? Calvin Cater, right? Yep. The Calvin Cater man, that's 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 interesting. Yeah, no, he's a real he's a real uh, up and coming guy, and he's probably going to find himself in the top ten when the rankings. Come How out, many so. fights in the UFCs do you have? Uh, let me double check. I think I know, six. Man. Five and only six. I think so. Let me see. Hold on. And he finished nine out of his. Uh, 12 career wins. He, he has finishes, Jimmy. Yeah, he does. Five yeah, subs two, and three, four. four uh, five. Yeah, that was his sixth. He's five and one in the UFC. So. so, all right, man. Well, listen, that's how you make your name by taking out a dude named Cobb Swanson. Absolutely. And he, I, we can ask him, obviously, but I think he, he really respected Cobb. And I, I think he 
kind of looked at him as like a you know a role model as he was coming up. Kind of. How thing. old is Cub? He's thirty six. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, he's still he really. Old. He might be. I think Chris is saying he had to shut me up. No, I could be wrong about that. I think he's only. Yeah, no, I think he's thirty-six. No, I think he's he's uh, now thirty-five. Thirty-five. Oh, he'll be thirty-six in November. He's okay. been around forever. That's why guys have been around. They start fighting when they're eighteen. Like Overeem, you'd think was fifty-eight because of how many fights oh, he's it's had. Absurd. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Anthony Smith. I mean, he's like 30, 31. He's had you know forty fights. Me and Cub, by the way, no, uh, no big deal. We share a birthday, November second. Oh, your birthday. Oh, I missed it this year. Happy Next year, I'll, I'll get okay. to something. Isn't it always weird when you when there's a person, you share a birthday, you feel like there's some kind, but it's like it has nothing to do with anything. No. And I, there's only one in 365 yeah. of the odds. Right. Right. It's literally meaningless. And my, it's older than me. So it's uh, my birthday is June 2nd. Oh, coming up. Guys, Jimmy, I don't want you to get me anything. Thank God. But <laughs> I might want you to have lunch with me or something. I'm busy. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. <laughs> I can't do it. Damn. Busy. God damn, man. I'll take you for People lunch. think we have such a great, and we do have a good on air relationship. I'll be happy to take Matt to, for lunch for his birthday. All right. It's that's just, on record. You know, and maybe for, uh, for your birthday, I'll buy you a little Hulk hat, a little painter's hat with the Hulk on it, a little Hulkamaniac. Just whatever you do, Jimmy, I don't like it. Whatever you do, don't, and when we're at the, uh, the restaurant, don't let them come over and start singing. Don't let them, don't, whatever you do, Jimmy, I get embarrassed when you put, when you have little, put the little over. birthday hat on, little birthday no, boy. No birthday, but when they come over, go, oh, it's a birthday. And I go, oh, you did me. You didn't do it. You didn't. Do, do you like that? No, there's no way you No. Like yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, he does like it. I think Matt would love it. Like I get, I get dessert. All, and I start singing, too. oh, yeah. it's my birthday. Yeah, like Bennigan's, happy, happy birthday, happy, however. They, they never sing the fucking song right. Yeah. They always twist it. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Just sing it. Everybody, oh, everybody, I'm sure, did that to like a, somebody. It's like the lamest joke when you do that to your buddy and it's not his birthday. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, oh. I know. Lame. I've done it at bad time, so like at a wake. <laughs> oh, fuck, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. I never know what to say at wakes. How are you at that? Um, you go? Yeah, I do. I always say something wrong. It is, man. Right? I mean, yeah. it's just like, ah. Uh, you know? Yeah, don't like, I'll walk in, sometimes I'm raw, the first thing I'll say is, what time is this thing over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to say. How yeah. long do I have to be here? I always make sure the person who's got, whoever died, I'm acknowledged quickly by the people who I have to see so they know I was there. Sure. Because no one pays attention unless it's somebody you're really close to. So if it's just one of those courtesy things, like your friend's aunt or something, you pop in and get the fuck out. Yeah? Oh, I'm fast. You go in and out. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, you know. I'll make a big scene if it's somebody I don't know. Like if it's my same if it's my friend's grandmother and I've never met her, I'll cry and wail over the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and people see if you're okay? Yeah, I'll just scream and make a giant scene. No. Yeah, and then they have to take me out. Then I just get back on the subway and leave. Yeah. Like Uncle Junior, what's the fucking point? Yeah. He's crying in the Oh, yeah, I watched the scene with that the other day out of nowhere. He's like, oh, he's talking about an old lady in there. He's like, she gave me and my friend my first hand job. And he's like, and he's like, hey, uh, Uncle June. He's like, oh, what am I saying? This poor lady's beautiful. It's fucking great, Jimmy. He was, he was the funniest guy ever. Did he die? No, no. Oh, no. sorry. No, yeah. no. But he, his character was just phenomenal. <laughs> I need show. that like I need a case of the crabs. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. He was uh, the f the first ones were really good with the Sopranos. Even up to the, you know what? Nah, the ending with the dream sequences. You lost me. It was a little weird. Yeah, it was weird. But he also had dream sequences throughout the whole series with uh, Big Pussy. 
Yeah, those were great. Yeah. Because they, they captured what a dream is like. Like, the, I, I don't think I've ever seen it done better where you're on the dock and the next thing you know, your friend's on fire, but yeah. no one's yelling. They, they really? captured that better than anyone. You didn't anyone. see that old Gilligan's Island when he had the dream that the giant was, was after him? I don't remember that one. Yeah, I, I used to have no. a crush on both Ginger and The Mary professor Ann. and the skipper. No. Ginger and Marianne, and if it was last call, maybe Miss Howell. Yeah. Not yeah, me. why not? You're on an island. Miss Howell be like, oh, Lovey. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, Miss, Miss Howell. Yeah, and, you know, Miss Howell would throw you a good one. Fucking well, Jim Backus sat there and watched. <laughs> Jim who? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Howell's real name. Oh, yeah, he also was Mr. Oh, it's a wild pull to be able to. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I know. I can't, I can't uh, find a happy relationship, but if you need a name off Gilligan's Ginger, Island. <laughs> Ginger, as, as, who would you rather date? Ginger or Mary? Who would you rather Ginger. have relations with? Mm. Yeah. Ginger. I mean, it's, like, it's an old, dude, Marion's a cornball. Ginger's Hollywood slut, yeah. dirty girl. Janet or Chrissy? Chrissy. Janet was a bore. <laughs> Fucking Chrissy was wild. Don't. Big giant bosoms. She'd get right in there. She'd laugh. <laughs> a dumb laugh. Oh. <laughs> you sold them. You sold them with that. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, she'd be great. Imagine she snorted like that during an orgasm. Yeah. Fucking Janet and her stupid. She had hair like Ramsey from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Towards the end. In the beginning, she was cute. Yeah, Joyce DeWitt. I'd, I'd sleep with her, don't get me wrong, but I preferred, uh, you know, I preferred Chrissy. Chrissy? Yeah. I, any of those. I'll tell you who'd give you a good bang. Mrs. Roper. Mrs. Roper. Oh, come on. Stanley would never give it to her. Mrs. Roper would throw, Miss Roper would throw you a good one. <laughs> what about Mr. Roper? No, nah, he didn't want any part of it. Who'd you like better, Mr. Roper or Furley? Mr. Roper. You liked him better than yeah, Furley? Everyone did. Don Knotts? He was fine. Don Knotts used to... You didn't like him? He was the fuck. I don't know. I'm not saying I didn't like him. I'm just saying if, you, if Mr. Roper was the shit, how Norman people, Fell. How many people think... How do you... Audra <laughs> Lindley listening, was Mrs. Roper. How many people listening know uh, listen, that watched Three's Company? Any, a lot of people over 50 or 40. Right, uh, yeah. Any woman I'd want to sleep with has no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm out on some of this. Yeah, I don't know. You're you just a Three's Company? I mean, like, I know Three's Company, but I'm not, uh, you know. I used to watch well that and What's Happening. Hey, hey, hey! I remember What's Happening very well. Fred Berry. Remember Fred Berry played Rerun? He was a real dancer. Don't bring up the Doobie Brothers concert again. I won't bring that like up. almost like an old shtick on this. I now. won't. Always bring that up. I won't bring That's... up Dwayne, Haywood Nelson, <laughs> Raj, Ernest Thomas. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> by the well, I was going to say, so you brought up Game of Thrones with Frankie. Right. Shane Burgos actually tweeted that he was pumped about Game of Thrones last night. So that's well, the that's guy kind to about it, yes. Looks like we are not done no. with the Game of Thrones no, talk. It's almost, the show's almost over, so you might as well talk about it. Why don't we get him in? Huh? No, well, no, 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 I, mean, I, like, the, the phone. I mean the show Game of Thrones them? is almost over. So oh, you're right. And yeah. when it's over, they're going to come out with like either prequels or different things. Prequel. I've had enough of prequels. Why? Because you know how it ends. It ends up. No, I don't mind that. But I mean, why don't they do something interesting? Like have Jamie Lannister open a, a fucking uh, you know a horse carriage dealership? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a lot of. That doesn't sound <laughs> very great. Yeah. Like a weird sitcom. Yeah. Jamie Lannister is a horse carriage dealer. Peter Dinklage makes an appearance once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna have the same like the metal no, hand clang clang. Yeah, no. every time he makes a sale, he does something. With It'll him. be a sitcom though. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling it, man. All right. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> I'm you in. Know, Put it on yeah. ABC. Yeah. What about this weather out in New York, man? I know, but you know, I leave in the morning to do the Jim and Sam show, so I always, I'm always i dressed like a fucking homeless guy. I got like heavy coats on in the summer. Cause I, I was chilly when I left this morning. 53. Yeah. Nah. Nah, it's pretty nice out, man, man. Get to Put the top down. No ceiling. Mm-mm. I got a new song I'm trying to sing here. Is it, is it called oh, Let's you want Get me to... Shane on the Phone? 
Yeah, we could, yeah you want to try Shane a couple minutes? Yeah, let's, right. try let's do that. Shane. I like to listen. If liking is. Uh, fuck it. If God, liking God, a sing is wrong. Wait, no. If, if liking a sing is wrong, you don't want to be right? How'd you know what I was going to say? Because I know the expression. If loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be right uh, from uh, coming to America. It is true, man. Uh, by the way. Uh, Sexual uh, chocolate. What? Godafredo Pepe. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. One of the best names ever. What'd you just say? Uh, one of the guys, uh, Sh- uh, Shane Burger speak. Uh, Godafredo, Godafredo. Is that how you say it? Godafredo, Godafredo Pepe. Godafredo Pepe. It's God. such a great name. He's, he's into the Game of Thrones. You know? I would actually He's fighting the Korean zombie. I might watch a couple of these episodes over again. I wanna I wanna put the light on. This is this is what my life is. I want to raise the brightness on my iPad and rewatch because it was so dark, Game of Thrones. Jimmy, the glass is half full. And to answer Frankie's question, he wanted to know why they drop in the dragons. You have to. Otherwise, there's nothing interesting about the fight if they just fly over and blow fire on everybody. Who gives a shit? You only got one left, man. Shit. I have a feeling that one's going to fucking eat the dick, too. I kept... I know, it's funny. Let's say I predicted that one will, it. That one will somehow die and we got uh, all those cross, go. Keep making more of those motherfuckers. Make more of those big crossbows. What the yeah. fuck you doing, man? Make a thousand. I don't know why she didn't fly over. Just fly behind the ships and fucking blow some fire on them. Well, that thing looked like it was on a swivel. Oh, maybe they have to be closer, too, to blow fire. You get pretty close, and they got some crossbows on uh, on a swivel. Is that called a swivel? Yeah, yep. it's a swivel. You know, but I want to hear what Shane thinks about you know last night's last night's episode. That one dragon falling into the ocean was so great. Think it might have survived? No, got an arrow through the fucking throat. Man, that thing got shot to shit. Yep. Good thing Johnny wasn't on that. I call him Johnny now. Hey, oh. we have Shane on the phone. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy, we're just talking about uh, Game of Thrones, because I guess you're a fan as well. What's up, Shane? Huge fan. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? Yeah, we talked to Frankie Edgar before, and uh, now did you watch uh, the other night? Uh, absolutely, man. I'm, uh, I typically don't watch a show, like I'll watch them like you know, once the episodes are out, but this is the only thing I've kind of kept up, up, up with from week to week, because yeah. it's in the last season. Oh, you have to. If you don't, then you're going to get it spoiled online somehow. Now, Shane, did you read any of the books or anything, or you're just into the show? Obviously, into the show. I mean, I heard the books get a lot more intricate, so maybe when the show's completely done, I'll get into the books, but just the show right now. And it gets a little different, too, in the books. Like, like uh, yeah, yeah. Shelmy is still alive. Like, some people are alive still. And I'm going to yeah, read them. I heard that, yeah. Oh, you're going to read them? Yeah, like, if you read a book after you see the movie, then you learn more about characters you already like. And, like, because they can never do what, it, like, if you read the book for, everyone's like, read the book, like, ah, fuck, the movie's different. But I, I'll read yeah. the books after. The books are amazing. Exactly. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah, hey, c- good. Congratulations, buddy. By the way, uh, on uh, Thank on, you, on your win, um, you know you beat a guy, and obviously Cubs probably a guy that you watch fight as you were coming up. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. And is there any mentality for you that's a little bit different when you fight a guy that you've kind of looked up to for a long time? I mean, you know, you have to go in there and fight, right. and you have to win. But it, does that change anything for you? I mean, the, literally the first day, like getting the contract and all that stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Then as soon as it, I mean, it set in so quick, and uh, that. You're just another man at the end of the day, so I didn't put too much stock into it at all. Now, how did you? I know you were Tiger Showman's uh, MMA. Yeah. How did you get started with them? Is that who you got started with? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've sold, we started watching uh, the Ultimate Fighter season two, and I just became hooked uh-huh. from that season on. I, I missed the first season, and um, me and my friends uh, found a 
my friend, he Googled uh, jujitsu and, and uh, grappling and kickboxing in the area, and there was only one place. It was Tire Stone. So I was like, I thought they only did karate. I'm like, no, I said they have grappling classes and uh, kickboxing. So like, you know, all right, let's do it. Signed up for the one-month trial back in uh, ninth grade, and wow. Hey, let me ask you. Now, you, you're, you were born in the Bronx. Where were you living at the time? Uh, Taylor Avenue. It was a, proje- a housing project. Wasn't the best neighborhood. <laughs> okay, so did you fight a lot as a kid? No, not at all. Actually, only got I got into maybe like one or two little street fights, but nothing, nothing crazy at all. Now, how do you avoid fights when you're living in a, what is a pretty tough area? I was young. I was young, and uh, I was I moved out of there when I was in sixth grade, fifth grade. Oh, okay. So, it, yeah, right before the uh, right before high school, everything. But I I probably imagine that you know getting involved with with Tiger Shulman's MMA back then at in ninth grade probably. Helped you not get into any fights compared to like people thinking, oh, now he's training that. Maybe he wants to get into fights. Uh, how did <laughs> yeah, that, how did the martial arts help your mentality it, as a kid? One hundred percent, man. There's no greater confidence in knowing that you could protect yourself. That is like the ultimate yes. thing that that martial arts has given me. That that confidence and knowing I, I can I can protect myself, I can protect my family, I can protect my friends. But uh, yeah, I, I was a huge fan. Everybody knew I, I trained back uh, back in high school though. Like I moved up here, uh, upstate New York. But uh, yeah, so I would get not picked on, but people would try to press me. But I never got into one high school fight. But people would try to try to try to test me a little bit uh, because they know you. Isn't it weird when, when they know yeah. someone can fight? They want to be the guy who beats you. Yeah, exactly. They'd always say, talk some smack and stuff, but nobody actually came up to me to actually start. And how would you get out of those things? I I, I wouldn't even talk back. Like, All right, if you want to do something, do something. But uh, until then, I'm not going to swing first. But if you come. If you break that line, you know, you know that, that when you're right about to get into a fight, like if you cross that line, then yeah, I'm going to strike first. But I never got, and it never got that far. Yeah, it's so weird, especially in high school, because people want to people wanna save face. Nobody wants, I mean, once yeah. in a while, there's a guy who really wants to fight, but most people want to save face, um, including me. Like, I, I remember one time a bigger kid snatched my hat, and he could have smashed my face, but I snatched <laughs> it back, so he thought I was ready to fight. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't. I just as an instinct, I just snatched my hat back. So I had a shitty haircut, so I snatched my hat back. And he goes, "Oh, you want to fight?" And then I mentioned getting suspended, and they go, "Okay." And we both walked away. But he, knew, I was just yeah. I pussied out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was. I wasn't the cool kid in high school. Or anything. I didn't do any like any mainstream sports or anything like that. I wasn't really that cool. I had only a couple friends, so yeah. So were you into this kind of stuff like with the Game of Thrones or comic books when you were growing up, or is that no, something you found later? No, no, I, I definitely wasn't a nerd or anything like that. Like I, I, I but I just wasn't that 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 standout jock kid that was wasn't that me what was your first tattoo my first tattoo were the stars i got on my shoulder oh okay what made you do it anything in particular nothing at all i just thought it looked cool and i was like all right i'm in florida because i think that you can get tattooed here in florida when you're 17 so my mom let me get tattooed <laughs> oh she let you do it yeah i love tattoos that's a huge passion of mine though now how did you uh how did you feel about the fight against cub um i mean you looked really good he looked good too uh you clearly won and you were not happy with the fact that it was a uh, split decision. Yeah, I felt like it went good. I felt like I, I, I watched it back. I felt like I did win all three rounds. Um, he did. He did. Yeah, he had, he had some good some good moments too. But I felt like I did win all three rounds. Um, but yeah, split decision, thirty twenty seven. Him, I, it still doesn't really make too much sense to me. And um, we're not. I mean, there's, there's the way MMA is set up. You have a, a win bonus and a show bonus. And had I lost that fight or got robbed from that fight, I would have had half my money taken away. So uh, yeah, that still kind of rubs me the wrong way. Just thinking about that. Isn't it crazy how, you look, everybody can see a second or a third round differently, but a 30-27, like sometimes you wonder, how do they see, what were they watching? 
Yeah, thirty twenty seven my way and thirty twenty seven his way. Two completely different scores. Two completely different scores. That happened to me one time uh, with my Chris Lytle fight on the end of uh, yeah season four, and Watch that. it was so it when when they were going for the last judge. Holy shit, man. Because, I mean, I really needed that cash. So, what I mean, yeah. it gets you thinking, like, is everybody watching the same thing? And yeah, and that exactly. fight, obviously, but back with my fight, it could actually could have went either way. <laughs> Yours was definitely yeah, more one-sided. Yeah, when, you, when you're in there, it, did, it definitely did. Like, I, my, I felt like it was a lot more one-sided. I watched it back, and, yeah, it was a little closer than I thought. But um, yeah. in that moment right there, I had zero doubts. And I'm hearing that split. Yeah, I got excited when I won because all of a sudden I was I was nervous before before the judges before and I was I was 100 confident. Yeah, well the guys us you know we were in the locker room uh, watching it and I remember when they did the split we were too we were like wait a minute yeah. <laughs> you're like wait that's not right and when you, when you hit 30-27, are you thinking like oh my god did I not fucking did, did I see this completely wrong as I was fighting? I mean my, my coaches are telling me after every round they're brutally, brutally honest with me they're they're like you're up two nothing going to the third round um and and. In the moment, I thought the third round was the closest round because he had my back for a couple, maybe like a minute or something like that. Yeah. So I go back to that for the third round. I was like, what is like, that, two to one? Did you get that last round? They're like, no, you definitely get the last round, too. And I was like, oh, all right, sweet, clean sweep. Now, will your coaches tell you, um, will they tell you when, you, when, when you're behind? Like, you, you need, I guess, a, a, somebody honest there. Yeah, they're brutally brutal, honest. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yep. All right, you lost that round. All right, you're, I, I want that. I need, I need to know that. Don't give me any false hope or just be, shoot, shoot me straight. Right. Well, that would do nobody any good if you're saying, "Yeah, no. you you might have won that one." You know, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that we were doing that with Al. Like the first two rounds were extremely close with him and Cowboy. Yeah, they so were. Yeah. We couldn't be sitting there going, "You got that?" Or it was it was, yeah. it, was it was close. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and if it's ever close, we always go the other way. Like, look, we need this next one. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, that's exactly how you have to do it. One hundred percent. Every I'll, every coach should do it that way. I'll tell you, Shane. The one time I'm gonna—I remember this clearly. The one time it was Marab's fight versus uh, Frankie Size. Yeah, and, and I'm like, and I remember being like, "All right, dude, you got this. Congratulations!" And yeah. he was battling like in a flu or something. He still got the guy down a lot. Yeah. It, was, it was like there was no way he was losing. We no way he lost the fight. Uh, I felt. That's when I, I'm like, all right, I'm never doing that again. Because <laughs> I was yeah, actually, man. after the fight was over, I'm like, congrats, and this and that. And then <laughs> they gave it to the other that. guy. It makes you feel worse as a coach. Like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, I don't really think about that too much. So the real question is, and I'm going to ask you about what you think about uh, Jose Aldo versus Alexander uh, Volkanovsky in a second. But who the fuck is going to sit on the Iron Throne, Shane? <laughs> Who's sitting <laughs> man, on that fucking thing? After after last night's episode, it might fucking be Cersei, and, and I'll be pissed if it is, man. After that last episode, I need Khaleesi to get her ass ASAP and, and avenge Missandei's death because that was devastating, man. I'll be honest, I, I've had Rhaegal. I've had enough of Khaleesi and them dumb dragons. I want to see rotten, dirty Cersei. She's a dirty oh, girl. You like her? Oh, crazy, she's bro. naughty. I love You're her. Crazy? No, I, I, honestly, I don't. I, I, somebody's got to get. This chick off the freaking off the Iron Throne, but uh, maybe Jamie, maybe Jamie's going uh, going over there to. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I do not know, but I, this show is fucking insane. I love it. It is, it is great. He did just have uh, relations with Brienne. Oh my god! Yeah, and then he got the fuck yeah. out of there. Maybe he didn't like. Yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I, one one thing's gonna happen. I think either either Cersei's gonna kill Jamie or Jamie's gonna kill Cersei. Now everyone is expecting that, so I wonder if they do it. They have a yeah. You might you probably right honestly. Maybe honestly, it'll probably Tyrion. I like that uh and spoilers. I like that um <clears throat> they're hitting the road again, fucking uh, the yeah. hound and Arya. I like I that like too. 
that's that's the duo right there. That tag team is dangerous. I'll tell you, I must have watched. It was it was one of the obviously it's a prior season. Um, and it was when the Hound and and Arya walked into the shack with a bunch of uh, Lannister yes. men. Yeah. I must have watched that scene when when the Hound's asking for a chicken or. And he's in there, yeah. and all you know, and he's fucking. He he's taking. Beer. Oh yeah, he takes the the yeah. the drink right from the guy's hand. Oh, it was so beautiful. And he's yeah, telling he's, him, he's any more character. any more words come out of your cunt mouth. That's one of the things yeah. he says to him. <laughs> fucking the hound is great. He has though. the best lines too. Oh, you twat. You twat. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what he he's says. the man. He's on his way to go kill um his brother. So we'll see how that goes. All right. I, f- I keep forgetting that's, that. Dude, that's I'm, why he's going I'm so bad, Shane. Like, I've seen every episode. I, I know five of their names. Matt knows all their names. Oh, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. I, I don't know any of them. I'm like, who's that guy? Is that Bill? Like, I forget <laughs> all of them. I rewatched the season three times, and I'm watching it a third time leading up to this season. Me and my wife are just like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Like, right. you learn stuff. Every time you rewatch it, it makes more sense. But HBO is known for that. They've been doing. They did that in The Wire. They did it in The Soprano. They will kill somebody you like. I mean, they really yeah. will. So no one is safe. Totally. I want to yeah. see Khaleesi get it. I mean, Jon Snow. I'm a little tired of too. Uh, oh damn! I know. I know. I know. You just root for the the villain. Not always. No, but yeah. in this one, Cersei is just so shitty, and she has that short haircut. Oh, she's the best. Yep. Jimmy, you yeah, have that, dirty the, thoughts the about soccer her. mom. The, the mean soccer mom haircut, right? Yeah, she really does. She used to have those long locks that everybody spit on her. You, I'll tell you one thing Game of Thrones did, which I didn't like, is the way they got rid of whatever the religious council was that locked her up. They oh, just, yeah, the, 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 the Sparrow. I said the Sparrow, right? Yes, the Sparrow. That was great. Good you pull. You like that, great. how he got killed? No, the, the, what, the green explosion was cheesy? Like no, because it, I feel I like they cheated. All I know is yeah. <laughs> Shane gave me a new search when I'm going to search for like my alone time by myself. What? Mean soccer mom. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. I have a yeah, new man, search to do later when I'm by myself. Now, listen, Shane, let me, let me, let me, quick, <laughs> let me change subjects. Uh, give me your thoughts for the UFC 237 featherweight bout between Jose Aldo and Alexander Volkanovsky. That's an awesome fight, man. That's a really, really, really fun fight. Um, it's hard for me to pick against Aldo. The dude is the featherweight goat right now. I feel like Max is on his way to being that. But um, just what he's, the body work that, uh, that Aldo's put in in the division for the last 10 plus years uh, he's go right now and uh, he's been looking fresh man his last fight against Moicano and the fight before that against Stevens dude's coming up two big finishes Volkanovski's coming in hot too coming up with a big finish over, over Chad yeah. uh, it's a phenomenal fight but I'm going to have to pick I'm going to pick Aldo but I'm going to pick Aldo by decision it's a three round fight too so I'm going to go Aldo decision and do you think this win now we don't know if they've updated the rankings do you think this win uh, puts you at least in the top 15 I think for sure if, if I'm not in top 15 I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised I mean, it, it really is a very, very a tough... I mean, you get, you know, Zabita's number six. Uh, you know, what, Yair is 12. Uh, Korean Zombie is, what, uh, 13. There's some really, really tough guys in this division, so it's not an easy one to break into the top 15. Yeah, 100%. It's a stacked division, man. It, it doesn't get enough credit. I know at 170, 155, get a lot of credit for being stacked. But I said 145 is... Most men are around my size, and uh, that's where where the the... The most talent is not, not that the other ones aren't talented, but the the top fifth. Look, the entire fifteen, like Korean Zombie ranked thirteen, like the entire top fifteen is insane. Yeah, a light heavyweight division is really good too lately. Like, uh, not that it was ever shitty, but I, and I think in the last year and a half, the light heavyweight division has gotten a lot more competitive as well. It's it, but it's just John Jones is just so dominant. That's why I got that, that, that division's hard to get credit for. 
Yeah, sure. you're right. Uh, what do you think about Santos against Jones? I mean, I, uh, Jones just seems like he's so unbeatable, but there's something yeah. about Santos and the way he's been he's been uh, knocking people out that I think he has a shot at knocking Jones out. Yeah, yeah, he's got a shot against beating anybody, especially if, if he keeps fighting the way he's been fighting. That that reckless style is it's working for him. So, and if he tries to be technical with Jones, I don't think that's going to be good at all. So, I feel like if he does get it done, it's going to have to be in the first or second round. So he's going to come out like he does, just balls to the wall, going crazy. Um, Leaves himself, that, that might leave himself open for Jones to get a takedown and maybe a, a submission. So it wouldn't shock me if Jones got a finish early. But um, I feel like his best bet is to get a finish in the first or second round. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And also, we just talked to Frankie, too. And again, because at one point, Max, I think, uh, was out. And then Frankie had gotten, uh, was hurt. And then there was the Ortega thing. And we're thinking that Frankie definitely deserves the next shot at Max yeah. for the championship. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense. It, it, this fight has never happened. It's, it's an awesome fight on paper, too. It is, right? Yeah. Well, listen, man, do you have anything lined up? Um, who are you looking at next? I mean, I know you'll probably take whoever they give you, but is there anybody you have your eye on? No, man, look at the whole division. Uh, I don't care, man. It, like I said, it's stacked, so I'm going to get somebody good next. I, I expect somebody good next. Yeah, and, and well, after you take that dude out, Shane, get a name on your tongue, and you don't got to be yeah. a shit talker, but uh, your, <laughs> fights, your fights are entertaining enough. So, but uh, get a name on your tongue and don't feel bad about calling somebody out. Sure. Because yeah, what's the nah, worst nah, that nah. could happen? The guy's going to want to fight you? That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. That's true. How about you against Lamas? That'd be a nice fight. Mm, yeah, he's, fight, he's fighting one of my old opponents, uh, Qatar. So, that thing that's in June 8th. Oh, is he already lined up with a fight? Oh, shit. Yeah, you got a fight. Yep. And I'll be there, too. Yeah. His, your only loss was to, uh, to Calvin. Yeah. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, you, congratulations. It was a really, really good fight, and, and I'm happy you got the win. I think you deserved it. Yeah, Shane. Good Thank job, you guys, man. man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Congrats to you, too. Marab did awesome. Al is tough as nails. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. I'm going to take Matt's congrats. Even though you're congratulating Matt, I'm going to take it because <laughs> I'm here with Matt, so I'm kind of a, a support system for Matt. So I'll take yeah, a part yeah, of it. Congrats on all the success you're getting, too, and all those little videos you're making, man. They, they get a lot of, a lot of retweets. Oh man, who's that for me or for Jimmy? Both no, for for uh, for Robin. For Robin? Who? <laughs> Robin Quivers? Robin Black. Who I thought I was talking to Robin Black the whole time. <laughs> Yo, Shane. Do you know Shane? Shane, hold on a second. This is fucking oh, so classic. This is awesome. Shane, who who are you talking to now? He knows it's you. No, he I doesn't. know. I know it's Sarah, and I thought the other guy was Robin Black. Who's oh, the other guy? who's Robin Black? No, Robin Black's a good dude. He's an MMA. Like, oh, analyst. I don't know him. No, you're talking to it's me, buddy, and comedian Jim no. Norton. Oh, Jim Norton. I know. I know. I knew it was Sarah. I can tell by your voice. Thanks, dude. Norton, you sound exactly like Robin Black. You do, oh, Jimmy. I don't know him. Okay, is, I, I don't even fault uh, Shane for that. You figure, uh, you know, uh, our producer would tell him who he's talking to. <laughs> uh, that's embarrassing, but uh, yeah. Nah, uh, Shane, believe me, it's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. As long as you knew that you were talking to me, I don't care. That, that really yeah, is all that matters. You knew that, Matt. All right, <laughs> listen, um, listen, Yair, it was good talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's messed up. And uh, congratulations, Shane. Great fight, all right? Yeah, good job, Thank Shane. You guys. All right, be good, man. Appreciate it. Take, Take care, care bro. Bye. Bye. That was great. Yeah. Uh, nice kid, man. Yeah. Nice kid. But at least, you know what? I'll say this. At least we didn't take. The compliment and be phony about it and go, well, yeah, my videos. Like, wait a minute, it didn't make Right. Me. You know what? That's actually a nice compliment because Robin Black knows what he's talking about, so that's good. Well, I thought he was talking about when he said the videos get retweeted. I'm like, wait, what? I'm not on Twitter. Right. So yeah. maybe he just threw that up and maybe throw just my videos. Got us both all hopeful. Like, many people are talking about us. Oh, who's. We're just, oh, we're no just one crushed. Robin we're just crushed. Robin Black's a nice guy, though. Is he good? Good. He's a good dude. But okay. isn't he English or something? Yeah, he has a bit of an accent. I, I don't know. I don't exactly, know where he's he from. He does have an accent, yeah. But nice guy. 
He is. And, and, he's, and he's knowledgeable with the, uh, the mixed martial arts. All, All right. right. Well, listen. Are we done with our picks? We're done. We are, yeah. So for this event, I, uh, I three points. I got three. He got three points. He went one for six. Jim Norton. You're on a you're on a skid lately. A skid. Yeah. That's what, it's, that's what you call it when someone drives off a bridge. <laughs> skid. I'm plummeting. <laughs> you, you are, uh, Matt. You went two for six. I went three for six. So uh, we all did shitty. Yeah. And so we start over. So we're you know we're starting May off. Uh, not great. I mean, I went fifty percent. So that's fine. That's I'm happy with that. But yeah. yeah, you know. All right. All right. Okay. Well, this was fun. <laughs> See you Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, no, no, you can't end on such a bad end. Why? No, I don't see why not. All right, goodbye. All right, now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.